Broadcasting from the third coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studios, this is The Hango Show. I need to get inside your head. I got to know if you insane. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's me Tom Segura. You know the comedian Tom Segura? Mm, probably if I saw him. Yeah. Um, he overdosed when he was in high school. On GHB. What is that? Oops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oops. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... Um, it's a date rape drug. Yeah. it's uh, They use it like for anest- anesthesia and surgery and stuff. But some people like make it in their bathtub and, <laughs> and sell it out of like milk jugs, you know. Holy smoke. And a he, milk jug full of date rape? Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Holy um, cool. He said, it tastes like salt water, what he what he says. Uh, but, yeah, he was uh, going to college in North Carolina. He's from Florida. And he went home for, like, for Thanksgiving. And he had run into a guy that he went to high school with. Like, hey, man, what are you doing now? I was like, oh, I'm selling drugs. He's like, oh, great. Do you have any GHBs? And I've got some in my car. And um, he said, but I've got this now. It was like ecstasy or something. He's like, just take this. He's like, all right. Oh, you know. And then continue to start drinking on top of the ecstasy, which is a no go, you know. Um, hour later, he's like, I don't feel anything, dude. I, I need something. He's like, All right, let's go out to the car. So they go to the car, and the guy has it in his back seat, and it's just like in a milk jug, like a gallon milk jug. And he's like, The only time he ever had it was like in a water bottle. And so you take the cap of the water bottle, you pour that cap full that's your dose just a cap full out of like a 20 ounce water bottle wow and the guy handed him this milk jug and he's like well you know the milk jug caps are like flat they just snap on and off he's like so i really couldn't do that so he said he was going to get a sip and he got a lot more than a sip when he did it and so he could either spit it down on the ground which i'm going to waste drugs or spit it back in the jug which the trigger under there is not going to lock at all. So he's like, and just down this mouthful of GHB, probably 10 times more than what he usually takes. So you remember going back into the bar, sitting down, and then black. And when he woke up, he said it was like a bright light in his face. And then, like, a nurse's face comes into view. And she's like, Tom, you overdosed. And he's like, oh, so he was, he was, Vented. They had a tube down his throat, so he couldn't say anything. They'd been pumping his stomach, you know. And he said, my first thought was, God, I hope mom and dad don't know. And the nurse went away, and then his mom and dad came into frame. He's like, oh, <laughs> fuck, they know. They know. His worst fear just all yeah. of a sudden comes into view. And they're like, what did you take? And he, he, they gave him like a pad, so he could write, and he put heroin. And they're like, for really? But JK, he's like, what's wrong with you? He's, <laughs> I'm not be joking. Um, but yeah, his, <laughs> you like that judge? Just kidding. I've seen, I've seen him do that stand up. Yeah, it's hilarious. If you if you want to see the whole story told better, uh, on YouTube, look up "This Is Not Happening." Tom Segura. It tells the whole story about him overdosing on GHB. But yeah, it's it's a serious drug. I mean, it's something that can kill you very easily. Yeah. And yeah, he he took too much. But like his. Dad sent him to rehab. It's like, Dad's like, you know how much this cost me? 
How much? $25,000. He's telling his son, like, thanks for letting me know how much I disappointed you. $25,000 worth. Wow. Um, yeah, he's like, when he was in rehab with people that were like on meth and heroin and stuff. And here he's like, I just took too much GHB. It's not a big deal. It is a big deal. This is the first drug that's going to get a hold of you. Blah, 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 blah. And toward the end of rehab, I pulled him aside. He's like, look, if you can just stick to alcohol and weed, you're probably going to be okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what I needed to hear. A 19-year-old college kid, just stick to marijuana and, and whiskey. I'll be all right. Jeez. You know, uh, talking about, you know, how like a little bitty dose and then wind up taking a bunch, mm-hmm. you know, kind of almost by accident. In college, there was a guy that kind of ran with a – a crowd that kind of mingled with our crowd a little bit. And he was always a little more edgy on, you know, a lot, some of the things that he was doing. Well, anyway, he was dating a buddy of mine's sister. So through her, we found out that they had gone to new Orleans for the weekend. They were having like a big frat party or whatever. And this guy was going to take a little square of acid. And they had bought like a sheet, which had like a hundred hits on it or something like that. And one of the guys was just cutting off little squares and handing them out. Well, it got to this guy and somehow or another, the guy handed him the sheet instead of the little square. So the guy wound up eating the sheet. Oh no. <laughs> and the next thing you know, this guy's butt naked on the second floor of an apartment throwing the furniture out into the pool <laughs> off the second floor. And by the time the cops get there, yeah. this guy's in a full-blown foot race with them, <laughs> running, <laughs> running through the neighborhoods, butt naked. And, and they wind up tasing him with the little shocker gimmicks. It don't even phase no. him, man. He's all like, whoa, <laughs> just took off again. He's another dimension. Your, your, your yeah. physics don't apply to him. They here. wind up shooting him like three times Jesus. with this shit before he finally tripped. And the guy landed on top of him. Wasn't it the, the, the shockers was taking him down? I was just like, holy crap. And this guy was like off his rocker for like a week. <laughs> yeah. And then and then finally when he came back around, everybody was like going, dude, you I mean your your head is full of jello now. I mean, what are you <laughs> thinking taking that much? And and the guy didn't even remember. He's like, Well, man, the last thing I remember is that guy handed me what was supposed to be my hit. He's like, no, man, that the was whole like everybody's hit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've never taken it before. I thought that's what I was supposed to do. I was like, holy smoke, man. Now, you told me there was a guy you went to college with at Southern Miss who had, who was like on a lifelong trip. The guy who would start screaming like Axl Rose lyrics in the middle of a conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, was my, he was my next door neighbor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was Al. Was, so my next door, like on either side of me, one, the guy to my um left was um absolutely he's still still a real good close friend of mine i still talk to him quite often um his name was john and he was uh he was from the coast and and al was his roommate okay to answer your question about al al was his roommate they were both from the coast and john's close group of friends down there were the connection to when the Mexican cartel basically brought the uh-huh. weed into the country. Gotcha. John's group of friends were the people that would take it. Yep. And then he would always bring like a, an incredible amount to me when I saw it <laughs> in his dorm room. And he was just kind of breaking off big chunks and, and 
you know, so he constantly had weed and it was just nothing for him to be rolling these big thumb joints, you know, like all day. All right. So his, his, his roommate Al was one of the guys that was running with his group of guys down there, but he was like a big acid head way back in the day. Pills, eggs, acid, whatever came around, man, Al wanted some. So before he even came to college, he was like already Space Cadet 101. I mean, he was out there. And literally, so back then, Guns N' Roses was just literally like one of the hottest bands on the planet. Right. And he was a huge Guns N' Roses fan, of course, you know, and, and just literally like out of nowhere, he would just break off and song. I mean, he's just like, oh, sweet child of mine. <laughs> and just cranking it off, like giving it his best axle impersonation, you know. And we're all thinking, dude, man, what, I mean, what the, where'd that come from? It wasn't nothing. It just, I don't know. It was great. It was, it was hugely amusing, you know, because he'd really try to have some good conversations with you. Yeah. You know, he'd try to, he'd try to, and, and when he would talk to you, it would be like he was trying to be so focused to really talk to you and really give you. He was trying, trying to dial it in. Trying to, and yeah. his eyes would get big and he would, he would be focused in on talking to you. The rest of the time, man, he was out there in left field running around chasing. He was harmless though, right? I mean, Absolutely. Just, oh know. yeah. Yeah. Big level. Yeah. He wasn't like wrecking shit. No. Yeah. Yeah, he went clearing out second floors in New Orleans. No, I get now he may have done all that beforehand, but <laughs> as far as I knew, what I, I expected I you to say is when I said, "What about the guy who sings Guns and Roses?" But I think you go, "That was the guy who hit the no, shoot of no, no, no. <laughs> That was his genesis point. He that was. I'm sure he had eaten a few sheets. Al, yeah, yeah Al. Yeah. I'm sure that somewhere along the line, man, he had a he had a few. Yeah. Everybody, welcome to the Hango Show. This is your host Hango Wood, and tonight we're back in here with the boys. Harpoon and Jut here. Are doing all right tonight? We, all right. We, we took a little week off last week. Harpoon went MIA and AWOL and everything else. Man. Uh, yeah. So we, we, me and Jut decided to stay at the house last week. Just keep back a little bit. Um, well, speaking of drugs, I wanted to bring this up while I was thinking about it. I put it, actually put it in my notes. Uh, the show Live PD. Remember when it used to come on like Friday nights? I know you usually work Friday nights. Mm-hmm. But they would follow around police departments from all over the country live and cut back and forth between what they had going on. I'm not a big fan of the police, but it's fun to watch shit happen live without being edited or anything to see what these cops got into. So I watched a clip of the night from one I had not seen, like from the second season of it. And they were in Warwick, Rhode Island and the Northeast is just as bad, if not as bad as we are down here with pain pill problems. And they found a guy, they had a call about a guy being in the middle of the street, blue. And a lady had started giving him um, CPR. The cops get there, and he is. Lips are blue. He looks like he's toast. They start giving him Narcan. That stuff they put up their nose, aerosol. They gave him seven hits of Narcan and finally brought him back. By this time, the, the, the fire department had got there with more EMT showed up with some more Narcan because the cops only had two hits of it. They gave him both hits, still went back. Fire department gets there, give him some more. So, and, yeah, I mean, like, so after like four or five hits of this shit, why are they continuing to go, hey, man, let's let's give him some more? Let's do it. I mean, don't know. I don't know what their SOP is. I don't know what the procedure is for giving it. Yeah. I don't know if they were getting, getting 
him breathing again or what told him to keep giving it to him. Oh, I got you. Gave him seven hits of it. He come, he kind of comes to, and the police lieutenant's there. That's the police lieutenant. The fire lieutenant's there. Oh, yeah, I remember you from the other night, man. We had to give you some other night, too. Remember that? Yeah. Same dude. Yeah, same guy. He said, what'd you take tonight? I didn't take nothing. I'm fine. I'm fine. You're like, no, you need to tell us now because this stuff don't last forever. You're going to go back under here in just a little while. We need to know what you took. So when you go out again, we knew how to treat it. I'm fine. Ain't nothing wrong. Just let me go. And off down the street, he stumbled until he overdosed again, I'm sure. Mm. You know, Narcan is great for what it does. As far as helping somebody back from from a from my overdose, is it just like a like a inhaler? It's heart shocker type of. That's from what I don't know what else in it. I don't know how it's affecting them, but it's done through the nose nasally. Do you know anything else about it, Judd? Uh, I do not a lot. I'm um, I'm guessing it probably acts the same as adrenaline. I would think so. Uh, it, that's what it sounds like to me. Uh, luckily, I've never had it. Not either. <laughs> uh, hopefully, I can keep from that. But. Uh, yeah, I don't. Well, know. if you ever need it, they're gonna pump like six <laughs> yeah. or eight of them in. You bring it, bring it. Let's party. <laughs> they're gonna have you <laughs> running, son. Yeah. Arpoon, <laughs> uh, tell us about your trip to the to the, uh, the the wonderful wonderful beach. Did you have a good time? Oh my gosh, man! It was it was so needed. First of all, man, it's been it's been four years since I was able to really go and be on vacation. Yeah, you know, and and um, and usually whenever. Whenever I take some time off, you know, I'm still responsible for transporting everybody, making sure everybody's fed. Just, you know, I still got responsibility. But this trip, it was it was pretty much like an all-inclusive type. Mm. We went to go visit a couple of Miss Alabama's friends, and, and they were just incredible hosts. They just, they drove us everywhere. And, you know, we all made a big uh, shopping uh, run and brought groceries back. So we were able to grill and, and eat good, and, and uh, we spent... Um, we spent every day on the beach, some sort. I got a chance to to fly down there. Oh yeah, I saw you in a plane so, zooming around. So Miss Alabama and I, we, uh, well, she um, is a sales rep, and she was working her way down to the coast, and so she was going to be there a few days before I got there, and which was fine. I told her I would just drive down, and she said, "Well, the um, um, the couple, the the husband." Um, has his own private plane. Oh, how convenient! And and he, <laughs> and he loves to fly. And he said that he would he would um, come pick you up. All you got to do is meet him at this certain airport, uh, kind of like a, a county mm-hmm. out, like a know, regional airport or a like a municipal airport. Yeah. And uh, I was like, wow, yes, man, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm down. <laughs> and she said, well, he hasn't had his pilot's license very long. <laughs> You know, and you I want know, to be a guinea pig, and I know you're a risk taker. So, you know, I told him that you'd probably be interested. In it. I'm like, absolutely, man. I mean, you're going to be parachutes in that plane. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he did mess with me, man. On the way we were, we were landing. He, he did. Oh, he did mess. With yeah, me. he yeah. did. He was, but very cool guy, man. Very cool guy. He was, uh, I, we had such a great time with, with that couple. And, and, uh, so we, I got a chance to fly down. Um, we bonded very quickly uh, he kind of looks like a uh, um, the movie star, The Rock, mm-hmm. just a Caucasian version. Yeah, and um, but super, super, super nice guy. And uh, so we went down there. We were on the, we were actually on the sand on the beach um, every day. And um, I don't know, t- I had drinks before noon a couple of times. Heck yeah, 
and uh, we were up late every night and and you know uh we went to so a monday for me yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> it's vacation for me man but it's just monday night man yeah good times man it really was beautiful weather a good you know awesome yeah, it was a really, really fun trip. I think I, I, I think I sent y'all some pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, told you, man, if you hadn't been down to the beach in a while, man, you need to go. It's been a while. I for thought me. you were just like flying like around down there. I didn't know that it was like a taxi service you would you would got to come pick you up. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, matter of fact, one morning, um, Miss Alabama and I were were sleeping in, and uh, the the other couple had just got up and just gone got in the plane and was just flying up and down the coast just for something to do. Just, you know, they, they woke up, they wake up naturally early, like five thirty six o'clock. They were like, well, Hey, you know, while fucking fuel's cheap. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah. You're going to take a, you're going to watch the sun come up basically, you know, over I mean, the, come on. Look, if, if you got your own personal airplane, I yeah. think fuel costs are you ain't the least of your, I know your vacation over the 1% down there, man. Shoot. That was, I mean, it was, it was nice, man. I mean, you know, but so the guy has his own business, where his uh where he was where he travels the country okay and over um over covid he thought to himself he's like you know um now that covid had come around part of well most all of his businesses health certifications and you know different things like that that when that covid even amped up even more right and and he was getting these this business all over the country that he needed to go and he was driving to and he's like you know man I, it would be way more convenient time efficient, cost effective i'm yeah, sure um for me to fly right. if i had my pilot's license so you know um so he did that's what he did over COVID, over i guess 20 he got his pilot's license got a wild hair up his ass like yep. i learned how to fly a plane while i'm at it yeah you know incredibly smart guy and and uh and picked up on it pretty quick and i asked him so i uh, you know i've got a couple of customers of mine that are pilots and um that that fly regularly and stuff and you know and i've talked to them you know about about independent flying and things like that you know over the years and and uh so on on this trip you know i would i would talk to him and i was like man so tell me about the process or whatever and he's like it's just like learning anything else the more you practice the the better you get the more natural it becomes he goes now you can take the this uh pilot license program you know over like a year if you want to and you can get like certain so many you have to have so many hours and so much practice time with an instructor and you have to pass these tests and things like that and you have to have a certain amount of time he goes but you know if and so you could do it like once every two weeks or once a week whatever you know your time frame is and stretch it out he goes but i just thought that i mean this is really important for me to learn it so every day i would try to go every day you know and, and go knock it out just and, and just continue to work on it <clears throat> that's why it's it's enjoyable to him, you know, to, he was like, going, Hey man, I was excited about coming and picking you up. It gives me an, you know, gives me a, an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm going to tell you something. Here's so we, I get into the play. We, I introduced myself, never met the man, introduced myself. We're loaded luggage. And we're, as we're hopping in, we get in the plane, I'm all strapped in headgear and, and microphone, everything else. So we can communicate. Cause it's a really small plane. Um, and, uh, so he breaks out his checklist on this laminated sheet mm-hmm. and he's going over this checklist, you know, and he's, he's reading off stuff and he's looking and, and, and stuff. And, and I, I got, I got a little bit of anxiety at that Uh-oh. point, you know, <laughs> just because I'm thinking to myself, wow, this is real. I mean, this guy really doesn't have a whole lot of experience, 
But, I mean, hell, he flew down here just 15 minutes ago. He just turned the damn plane off, hopped out, introduced himself. We refueled and we're hopping back in. So, I don't know. Everything was cool. Um, but that, that plane came off the ground like like in no time, like 10 seconds. We were yeah. up. And, and, and I kind of lost my belly a little bit, man, yeah. as we, cause we came on up and I was like, Ooh, you know, and I start and I, and I made the mistake of looking out Oh no! <laughs> as we're, as, as, and all of a sudden, man, it kicked in. I was like, Oh my gosh, man, this, this depth perception thing, man, really made me kind of woozy a little bit, you know? And I told Alan, I was like, Hey, look, man, I just got to close my eyes for a second. Just reorient, you know? And when we level out, I'll I got to do a reset. I got to do a hard reset on my head right Absolutely. quick. <laughs> but. It's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun. Kind of well, it's, it's so different flying in a small plane compared to like a jetliner. Oh, 100%. you know, like a jetliner, you you feel it. You feel it. Go it takes them a while to get up to speed to mm-hmm. get lift off. You feel rolling down the runway. Mm-hmm. Those little planes, they it get the like speed. Twenty feet, <laughs> zoop, go. Yeah, it felt like literally twenty feet. We 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 made the curve at the end of the runway, and it felt like about two seconds. We were up off the ground. Yeah, like almost no time. And I was like. Man, that's a lot quicker. I've been in a smaller plane, you know. Uh, we flew into Canada, you know. We landed right. on the water and stuff, and it was a, it was a smaller plane. But this plane, you could put inside that plane. <laughs> this plane was literally like a model. It, it was, but man, it was it was just very cool, you know. Yeah. It was just a you know it got it it got the job. So the guy now is able to travel all over the country, you know, with much you know less time, and it's just it's just more efficient for him. Yeah. It's but, yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Glad you had a good time. Had a great time, man. Awesome. Uh, Miss Alabama was uh, in rare form a couple of times out there, man. You which, don't say. And I absolutely just, I, I loved it, man. She, you know, she let loose. It was our first time to really kind of spend any extended time together, you know. And, uh, and she let loose, and and uh, and which was great of course man she's always letting loose i mean we're always relaxed around each other stuff but but that was really fun it's awesome yeah jake what's going on with you man living to fight another day <laughs> that's what matters yeah any any word yay or nay on how things are looking law-wise in the vape industry uh same dumpster fire it's always been that's about right uh yeah don't really know. They they approved three more products for JTI. No. Um, or authorized. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. Uh, so there's there's four actually actual legal vape products on the market that aren't on the market because they don't make them. So mm. it's shit. But you know, hanging in there, still there. You know, just waiting on the feds to come take me out of the building in handcuffs someday well we'll be there for you we'll do a picket thanks you're welcome at least we can do we'll, we'll take up a collection man and send to your canteen we'll, we'll, so we'll you pass can. yeah we'll pass the plate it's been a weird year so far though as far as like business goes i was like that? super super slow like compared to you know previous years especially this time of year tax money starts rolling in start seeing a kick up in sales and it's just not happening this year you think it's the inflation and whatnot? Uh, it has to be. It has yeah. to be. Oh, yeah. You know, people are worried about putting food on their tables, you know. So I think that's got a lot to do with it. Mm. So. Well, I had a uh, work week this week was surprisingly, surprisingly easy. I was blown away. Usually like my last week before vacation, it's just 
utter hell. Like they know that I'm, I'm going to leave. So they have to get all they can in on me. Um, but this week it was, I did, I did like one extra run, like three nights out of the week. Other than that, it was just smooth sailing. The way it's supposed to be. Yeah. The way it should be. <laughs> We're fully staffed and that helps out a whole lot. Um, it's, it, we still have, we're still struggling with with platelets and whatnot. Blood seems to be catching up, but they, they just keep doing so many elective surgeries now. It's hard to keep up with platelets. There's tearing through them. Um, hospitals are over ordering. One of the smaller hospitals here ordered four platelets while I was off my last week off, and whoever filled the orders took it to them, and they called. Oh, we don't need all. We don't need all four of these. Then, then why did you order four? That's what the doctor asked for. Well, doctors ain't paying the bills around there, sounds like to me. <clears throat> so had to put I had to put up with that while I was off. Um the new employee we got, man, she is really good. Uh not she don't have a lot of confidence yet. Still building up that no not knowing exactly what to do on certain things. But damn, dude. As far as me coming back from my first run every night, everything's put away where it's supposed to be put. I'm not I'm not picking up any messes after her. I mean, she's such a good worker. Damn good. It's glad to have, I'm glad to have somebody in there who actually wants to work and not just there, just to be there. Yeah. It makes a big difference. It does make a difference. Having somebody you know that's interested in what they're doing or at least interested in doing a good job of whatever it is they're doing. And, and we'll ask a questions. Bit of pride in their work. Yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She's a. She's damn good. How old is she? Uh, I thought she was in her mid-20s. She's older than me. Oh, wow. <laughs> we were talking and I said something about like uh we were oh she said something about her, her daughter that was two. I said, Oh, is she, she your your first? No, I got four. I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, My oldest is twenty one and she just got married. I'm like, hang on. <laughs> Time out. <laughs> Time out a second. Not your sister, but your <laughs> I said, You've got a daughter that's twenty one and she's like, Yeah and I said, I thought you were like twenty five and she's like, Oh I'm blushing. I'm blushing. Yeah, she's like 43. I'm like, I said, I had no clue. You look incredibly young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got a 21, uh, 21 year old, 18 year old, I think a 12 year old, and then the surprise came out mm-hmm. as two years old. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but she's a damn good worker. Um, I'm coming back from my last stop. It's getting close time for her to be getting off, and she'll call me, "Hey, this just happened." I'm like, just pack it up. Take it when I get back. Are you sure? I don't want to. I was like, it's totally fine. Nice. It's totally fine. I'll go ahead and run it. You don't have to. She used to work for FedEx. Oh, perfect. And so she's gone from being running nonstop all day long to, hey, chill out. If something comes in, we'll take care of it. But until then, just relax. <laughs> you know, she thinks she's came, she came from a job much like I did. Where it was bum, 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 bum. always something going on, something you have to keep up with, something going, and she's just not learned to hey, when it's chill around here, just keep it that way, you know. Um, so we're gonna talk about the slap because we didn't cover it last week, with the Will Smith thing. Uh, I didn't. I didn't see it. I saw it on. I saw the replay. I didn't. See a million it. times. I'm sure. I didn't see the. I didn't see it actually on. No one did. No one watches the Oscars. No one watches that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I actually. I actually. Um, first of all, I didn't watch it. First of all, I thought the the. Uh, 
I don't know, man. It's just it's so much drama. Um, but the very first video of what I watched was a conspiracy video to think that if it was planned, that's what I watched first. And uh, and they oh, were man. they were they How were going, I love it I love it they were going through the frame by frame uh, you know the the facial expressions and all this that they had a, a like an FBI body language guy. <laughs> You know, I mean, they're, they're dissecting. It's like a 20 minute gimmick, you know, on all, all the participants, but, um, <laughs> it wasn't Will Smith. It was a Sam squanch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I, I knew their history before all this happened and they did an interview a couple of years ago where she admitted that she was in an entanglement, you know, with, with Chris Rock. No, with one of her son's friends. Oh, and Will's okay with it. Mm-hmm. He apologized to her for her cheating. But it's not cheating when you have an open relationship. Yeah. Now he's a cuck. That's all he is. He he is he is bound he's to that woman for some reason. Broken. Yeah. The dude's broken. He needs to get it's a it's a toxic relationship, which I think <laughs> most of us here have been in. I've been in one. Harpoon's been in one. Just living the dream. He found one woman and stuck with her. <laughs> yeah, but every girlfriend I had prior cheated on me. So. <laughs> yeah, living so, the dream. So, so we all come from we all come from a bunch of toxic shit, you know. And this guy's been in it for over twenty five years. Been in that shit. Will, if you hear this, number one, Jade is a bald bitch. So put that in your hat. Uh, bring it with you. Come slap me. What we talk about? He's only six one. He's only six one. Will Smith. Yeah. You know, I I've got a long history of slapping people. Yeah, I could outdo him. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man. I'd love to see you guys, man, stand over a table, man, and whack each other a few times. <laughs> man. I'd, that'd be great, man. I'm gonna put that catfish slime on my hand like I did my brother, and just hit Will across the face with it. Just smam, just catfish slime and 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 cornmeal across that face. Way worse. Than Come man. on, Will. I'm waiting on you. The mayonnaise. I'm telling you. Yeah, so I mean that was just that's crazy, you know. Yeah. Absolutely, I, there's so many things, man, went went through my head as I'm watching that video. You know, I'm thinking, well, damn, man, he did play Muhammad Ali. Yeah, you know, so I mean, he's he's got uh, punch power, or or at least so he has he has the he might the have took form. some training or something, sure. But you yeah. know, as far as ever throwing a punch in anger, has he? Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And Chris Rock, I mean, you know, you can obviously tell, man, he's a, a much slimmer dude. Short, it, you know, and it's going to take it. I mean, it's going to take its toll on him. I, when I first saw it and I, and I first kind of realized that, hey, man, that that really just happened. First thing really kind of went through my head was Chris Rock's fixing to get paid, man. He, I bet he gets <laughs> 200 million out of that. No, didn't push any charges. It would have been no charges to press if it had been me. I'd have beat the shit out of Will right there on stage. You just got to think, man, if it was. If it had been anybody bigger than Will, he would have done it. Guaranteed. Or if he did do it, he'd been paying for it. He'd got his ass whooped. It's just, that's crazy. And, I mean, why wouldn't he sue it? Why wouldn't he? Because nah, they're all in the same club together. They're in the Hollywood club. Well, you know. If one of them two dudes was white. What's wrong, Jig? You're, you're shaking your head no the whole time. No, I was just thinking. Clubs. What kind of Clubs. The, the good old boys club. Oh, yeah. Hollywood club. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. What do you think, man? I mean, well, if it was, I mean, did, did you think it was rigged? Do you think? That, I don't think it was rigged. 
But I, I think I think Chris should have punched him in the in the in the, in the mouth. I mean, you know, I don't like violence at all. You know that. But if somebody hits you, all bets are off. We're, we're going to if you want to if we're going to throw punches, we're going to throw punches. Now I'll try to talk you out of doing it and everything else, all I can. But if you're just dead set on getting in a fight, well, we're going to we're going to dance. You know. It's, it's going to be what it's going to be. But, but for him to come up there and he went on the stage and Chris, here's the thing. Chris thought he was going to be a bit. Chris linked because I'm sure they cut the mics off. They saw him come up on stage. So Chris leaned in. He's like, all right, whisper it in my ear, whatever you want to say. And when he leaned in, Will smacked him like a bitch. So he, he sucker punched him. Yeah. You know, which is another bitch move. Um, Yeah. So I, I, I feel bad. Chris Rock getting embarrassed. He made a joke about Jada the year before. Because Jada didn't want to go because the Oscars were too white. So she was going to boycott the Oscars. And Chris said, "That's her boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited to begin with. <laughs> Great joke. Loved it. And so he took another shot at her. And Will laughed when he told the joke. And then looked at Jada. And Jada, Jada gave him the witch eye. Oh, I ain't supposed to laugh. I'm going to go better smack him then. No, you're a bitch. You're a bitch to your wife. She's wearing, she's wearing the pants in the family. All you are is bringing them money and making shitty YouTube videos. Will Smith used to be a great actor. He used to make some great movies, or at least entertaining. But now, yeah, I got no use for him. Yeah, after that, man, it was just, it's just too much, you know. It's just too much. Let me get my news out here. You ever had anybody come in your shop, man, and just slap the piss out of somebody right in front of you? Not yet. <laughs> I'm fingers crossed. <laughs> he said, he said yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every day. What about you? Have you ever had any fights break out in your restaurant or anything? No, but I've seen a few kids get their ass whooped. Not not nearly as many as needed it, but I've seen I'd a couple pay, of them. I'd pay for that. Which it. kids? Are you talking about like, like kids, kids getting, getting their ass yeah, tore up? Like, yeah, like a parent like just done told them one too many times. And he's like, boy, and gave him a couple of good ones. Didn't even take them to the bathroom. Right there. The table. But, I mean, it, there's. That's where I got it. 300. <laughs> you got that right. There's 300 more that needed it but never oh, yeah. got it, you know. Got I've my ass couple. whooped all the way down the church aisle a few times. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And your church is pretty pretty laid back too. The church you went to, I mean, just not not a lot of not a lot of music or anything. Going. I mean, it's, it's a pretty subdued kind of place. Yeah, there's no music. Yeah, is so, there no, there, no, there's no music. No instruments. No instruments. I'm no sorry. Instruments. Yeah, oh, oh. but yeah, you're just saying all the way down the aisle. <laughs> Benny, don't beat me. <laughs> the number one hit. That was mom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I figured it. <laughs> Dang. I'm sure Dad probably got me a few times too, but I like Mom was the Mom was the getter, the, pulling you down the <laughs> wrecking shop. Oh man, good times, yeah, <laughs> fond memories. Yeah. Um, UFC fighter Matt Matt Mike Maloit M A L O T T one of the lowest paid UFC fighters on the roster um, donated all of his show money from his fight the other night to his coach. 
his da- his the coach's daughter's going through childhood cancer treatments. And so this dude, super low on the totem pole of the UFC, gave all of his show money to his coach for his daughter's cancer treatments. So Mike Malloyt, cheers to you, my man. It was such an awesome thing to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah absolutely. I got some articles here somewhere, I thought. I, oh. mean, you know, I mean, you would think, I'm sorry, man, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, go ahead. Uh, that, the, that the fighter and the coach, you know, you would think that, that they would be super tight, like almost like family, you know, from taking him from a, from an amateur up to, you know, the, basically the UFC. I mean, if he's fighting in the UFC, that's the top, that's the top of it right now. So going from, you know, an independent fighter up to the UFC, you would think that they had a lot, a, a long history. For sure. You know, so it would be, you know, that'd be it's still, it's incredibly generous, incredibly generous. I mean, whatever the amount of money was, you know. But it's terrible about his daughter. Yeah, um, these lowest these low paid fighters though. I mean, lowest paid fighters in the UFC get like fifteen hundred, two thousand, really for their show, and then they get another two thousand or fifteen hundred for their win. Wow, I didn't realize is that. No, I mean it's low. Wow. It's incredibly incredible. The lowest guys, not not the under undercard guys. Mm-hmm. They're not getting paid a lot. That's been like the the big. The big problem they've had with with fighter pay in the you're talking people start complaining about fighter pay in the UFC. That's what they're complaining about. How the low guys are getting paid next to nothing. Oh, I didn't, you know, because we talked about in here before about what all goes into training a fighter. Oh yeah, oh it's a lifestyle. Gym time, nutrition alone will bankrupt somebody. Eating all the best of the best stuff. Everybody knows cheap garbage food. It's cheap. If you want some some good protein and some and some good fiber and good, you're gonna be paying out the ass for it. That ain't covered in preservatives and everything else. So the diet alone would, would break somebody. Not not counting gym time and training and everything else. Um, but on the same topic, a top ten UFC fighter signs his contract to be paid in Bitcoin. Oh, really? Now this guy's got it figured out. <laughs> Was that Francis Negroni? No. Um, he said, Hope this week. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes up Shit. and down. It goes up and down. Uh, top 10 UFC flyweight fighter, um, Mathis Nicoleo, no, I'm guessing, um, has signed a contract to be paid entirely in Bitcoin to secure the future, his future financially. Uh, he lives in Brazil, but accepts his paycheck from the U.S., signed... Uh, the contract on March 21st is the first Latin American UFC athlete to take a paycheck in Bitcoin. Um, the deal was made possible through a payroll service called BitWage, which has paid more than $150 million in Bitcoin to 150,000 users and 2,000 companies. BitWage CEO Jonathan Chester, who previously worked for Oracle, told uh, Fox Business at the Bitcoin 2022 conference. Um Yes, there's a whole company now that you can do your payroll through that will pay your workers in, in Bitcoin. That's who they're going to use to do it. So. I've heard of um, oh, at least, I, I think it was two, uh, but I know for sure one, but I thought there was a second guy or one of his buddies that he, uh, in the NFL was like that just signed like maybe last year or something like that as a rookie or one of the college guys being drafted in. He's like, the only way I want to get paid is through Bitcoin. <laughs> well, I think they offer... Bitcoin, um, Ethereum, 
and some other coin, some other coin. They don't deal with any altcoins at all. It's just like three, uh, three maybe Litecoin. Maybe that was the other one. But yeah, no, Bitcoin, Ethereum was two of the three. But they don't they won't they don't do Dogecoin. They don't do any of the other kind of stuff. There was a disc golfer that signed uh, a contract with a company that got a $250,000 signing bonus in Bitcoin uh, on top of a, I don't know, it was $1 million a year, I think. God. Yeah, disc golf. Dude, I, I'm, so, I'm shocked. <laughs> it was Ricky Wysocki. Well, I don't know if you guys follow I know you don't. But, uh, I, but you I, made a good point, though. I know him. I don't know him. But. Professional disc golf has blown up over the last three or four years. Oh, yeah. Like super, super hit, big. Yeah. It went nuts. Went nuts. You think COVID was that was the main spur of getting that I going? I think it was a huge factor. Yeah. Probably being Because people, be you couldn't be or... inside anywhere yeah. in a lot of places. You know, we didn't really shut down here. Uh, but there was a lot of places that had to. You know, they were they were enforcing it extremely strict. Uh and it was a massive, massive boom in that in the in that sport. And it's, I mean, it's huge. Now, I was shocked when I saw they were televising. I'm like, what the? F- they're televising frisbee golf now, and you're like, yeah, yeah, it's big. I'm like, well, I mean, it was. It's been kind of. They've growing. got their own network now. Disc golf network. Are you really? serious? Holy shit! Wow. Yeah. Yep. Is it any good? I don't pay for it, so um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. Don't the, know. I'll wait for the post video to come out and then watch it on youtube but uh i i from what i've seen the coverage is it it's it's good but it's it's startup you yeah. know this is brand new to the to the to we the ain't doing espn angles here right. or anything like that now well i mean espn has covered some some well, tournaments they? yeah um but uh they're they're doing their own thing they've got their you know the pdga going and uh a lot of a lot of branches of that. There's there's several uh, several companies that do video for and straight to YouTube from the tournament. Right. Um, like uh, Jomez Pro is one of them. Uh, probably the most well known. You got like Gatekeeper Media. There's a lot. There's several that do tournaments every week. And then um, if they've got it to where they're the primary, then it can go straight to YouTube after they're done editing and doing that. If right. it's through um, as far as I know, if it's through, um, like the network, then the network has the rights to it first. And then if there was another team there recording for post, then they can, they can post it however many days or weeks later. Right. Um, yeah, like an embargo time on it then. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just, I knew like all of our state parks now, I think all of them do have, have, uh, frisbee golf courses. Well, I, well, I know all the local ones do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think they had, they had made it where it's gonna be statewide. That that made that made the community here grow a lot more. I think. Yeah. Um. Where where are the big hot spots for frisbee golf? California. Uh, out California's west. a big one. Um. There's a a huge uh, Florida, another massive uh, hot spot for it. Uh, I was just thinking weather wise would be the best places to play. Uh, North Carolina is a huge hub. Um. I would uh, Kansas. Mm. Um, there's a there's a disc uh, a disc manufacturer in uh, in Kansas, uh, Dynamic Discs, and that's actually the the guys that signed the Bitcoin uh, Wysocki to that huge contract he got. Um, 
but yeah, that's a it's a big it's a big thing now. And uh, your northern states have a a lot of different hubs too. Um, Wisconsin turns out a lot of really great players. See, I thought the north would be, would be like almost dead with it. Oh no, weather wise and wind and everything else, it doesn't stop. Them. Wow, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's 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 really cool to see a you know a sport that you like kind of take off have their shot yeah you know because it's there's a, there there's some fantastic pro players out there it was such an obscure sport yeah you know, when i found about it when i first met you or not long after i met you got into it mm-hmm. and it was just such an obscure thing i'm like all right it's good luck with you and the other three other three guys are here who play it you know but <laughs> over the last like 10 15 years it's just exploded it's gotten so big yeah and it don't seem like it's gonna be faddish like it seems like it's something that's going to be progressively get bigger oh yeah yeah absolutely there's the sponsors are getting bigger uh the the purse money you know the purse for the the winning tournaments is well, that's what's going to drag everybody getting in. bigger too yeah um you know instead of a hundred dollar ace pot you got ten thousand dollar ace pots damn you know it's it it's big you got guys signing million dollar contracts yeah it's crazy that's what it takes to get any kind of sport to that next level is when you get actual paid professionals. It's the same way with gaming. You know, gaming was such an obscure. I saw a, a payout the other day from a, a a gaming tournament from like I don't know two thousand and three, two thousand and four, and first place was ten thousand dollars, second place was uh, five thousand dollars, third place was two hundred fifty thousand, no, two thousand five hundred dollars, fourth place five Bitcoin. Wow, <laughs> I was like, mm, "Good luck to that guy." I hope that guy who uh, who won fourth place hung on to those bitcoins. Wow. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Uh, this was I saw this for Jut. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg admitted the other day that the MetaMates, his employees, lovingly refer to him as the Eye of Sauron. <laughs> the Eye, uh, the Eye of Sauron, who is like the embodiment of all evil. In Lord of the Rings. Oh, really? <laughs> but they lovingly refer to him. They don't mean it that way, though. They lovingly, he said, lovingly refer to me as the Eye of Sauron. Wait, was that in a tweet or something? Or what I, I guess he said it in an interview. Oh. Motherfucker made that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be known as the Eye of Sauron, mm-hmm. so he put that shit yeah, out there. Uh, the conspiracy is open. Uh, the first patient who received a brain implant, did you hear about that? Their first request was when they came back. Play some tool. <laughs> I was like, Messi got a brain transplant. What happened? <laughs> Damn. Play some tool. That's pretty neat. Play some tool. Uh, you see where that cop pulled over that carless drive, that drive driverless car in like New York or something? Did you see it? <laughs> <laughs> Saw the video of it. He pulls the car over. It's like one of these Google cars. It's like. I don't think it was Google, but it was like one of these mapping cars. He pulled off the side of the road. He walks up to it. There's nobody in the car. He scratches his head and it pulls away. He gets back in his car and follows it with the light still going. It pulls back over again. And like another cop comes up there helps him. They both look in there. There's nobody in the car. (laughs) They were confused as fuck. What they were stopping him for, I've got no clue because those things are, they pretty much follow the rules of the road. They drive slow because they happen to map all that stuff. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. Wow. Um, oh, 
I'm thinking about it. Tom Segura talked about the guy who did the overdose bit that I was talking about at the beginning. He went on Pat McAfee to talk about the whole slap thing. And he said that him and some other comedians are making a list. Anybody who comes out and supports Will Smith over this shit, they're done with them. They're not working with them, not doing anything. He said that by Will doing that and nothing being done to him, it's given carte blanche for anybody to go up and smack any comedian who says something they don't agree with. A lot of comedians do crowd work, right? They make fun of somebody in the crowd. Lisa Lampanelli, Don Rickles, they built careers doing that shit. Lisa Lampanelli was playing at one of the casinos here locally about 10 years ago. I told Tink, like, let's go watch it. She's like, she'll make fun of me. Like, that's the whole point of going is getting made fun of by the comedian. You know, well, I don't want to do that. Um, but yeah, let me find, find a Segura's tweet here. What he said. Um, he said, fuck Will Smith's candy ass smacking a dude four inches shorter, 50 pounds lighter. He's just in his feelings. Cause his bald headed bitch, been fucking around on him for years, and he takes it. We all know who he wishes he could slap. Cuck Will. So, yeah. Pretty much what I said earlier. Yeah. I think me and Tom share a brain. So when it comes to drugs, apparently. <laughs> what else has been happening, man? Anything else good? Um, so, uh, I, <clears throat> well, let's see, man. I was going to tell you. Uh, Miss Alabama story, but I'll, I don't know. Um, so I sent her a text the other day. I was like, I, I did something that I wasn't supposed to do. <laughs> and that's all the text said. And it's, it like 30 seconds later, it's like, well, do I need to come bail you out? Or <laughs> <laughs> it went like a person took a fish and she thought you did something illegal, illegal. Well, the, the, the second text that came like 30 seconds after that one was, you better say more than that the next minute or two. I mean, you know, what is it? And, you know, so we're a relatively new couple and, and kind of going through that honeymoon phase, if you'd say so. And um, so she and I has talked and, and usually uh, whenever we'll send like a like a, a, a personal text, you know, she'll put it over in a separate file or whatever. So she has every all that stuff in case her <clears throat> daughter picks up her phone. It's like, hey, look, you know, she won't see anything she's not supposed to and um and so i've never there you go <laughs> <laughs> a remix yeah i've never done that so i told her i said you know that's a good idea for me to you know take it and do something else with it so i'm going through my phone and i'm i'm taking these things and i'm putting over in, in separate in a, this other folder and about an hour into it, man, I'm thinking to myself, damn, I, this is like watching an hour's worth of porn at work. What am I doing? <laughs> this is crazy. I mean, it's a damn good thing I got an apron on. That's all I can say. So I just tell her, I was like, man, I just, I, you know, I had to cut it off. I, I just, I couldn't do this, man. I mean, I just can't. I just left it. <laughs> I just left it, you know. So anyway, I just. Uh, leave that porn out there in a while for anybody to find. Shoot. You know, they, these kids have this thing called Snapchat where everything just disappears after you send it. I know. And, and we use Snapchat, too. I mean, it's... Disappears. Disappears. That's <laughs> what the government wants you to think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my my company uh, did a uh, 
a renew. See, people always give me shit about not showing my face on social media anymore, about not using my real name on stuff, not saying where I live, not saying who I work for. And here's the reason why my company changed their harassment policy the other day. And now if someone I work with sees one of my social media posts and it offends them, they can report me for harassment. Bullshit. What? Yep. So now if people see something that I post and get all up in their feels, they can report me at work when my employee, one of my fellow employees can report me for harassment. Okay. This is the main reason why I'm not friends with any, anybody I work with on, on any kind of social media, mm-hmm. on anything. One guy I would consider it, but he didn't even use social media. So it's perfect. He's not even on there to begin with. This is what we came to. Now you, you people thought I was crazy. Just put put a picture of yourself on Facebook. It's so nope, 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 nope. I showed my face on my podcast cover art. I'm not showing, not telling them where I'm from exactly. I'm not telling sure enough, I'm gonna tell you who I work for. No. Because that's what it's all came down to now. I just explained to my mom, I said, these people, you say something once, even as a joke, and people will find out and dox you and find every little thing about you and report you to everybody who could possibly get you in trouble and you're going to end up losing your job. Maybe that's why my cells are down. (laughs) 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 They found this show, you think? (laughs) All he does is drink beer on there all the time. (laughs) Damn neighbor. (laughs) Just another Monday for Jay. (laughs) The whole cancel culture thing has gotten way out of control. Oh, 100%. It's been out of control as far as I'm concerned. It's just, I don't know. I mean, it's just, yeah. For them to be able to do that, you know, something on your personal time, you know, and if it was a direct message. I'm going to fucking kill you. If it was a direct message to that person or something like that, (laughs) then I could see it. But, you know, I mean, if it's just a random something or another and it's on them to look and or not. Some political stance one way or the other. You know, and you, you know, I'm I'm pretty much right in the middle of politics. I don't like either side of them. They can both go fuck themselves. I don't give a shit. You know, but if I was some Trump supporter or, or a Biden supporter now, and some Trump supporter I worked with saw it and complained, he's being harassed. You know, holy smoke, that's just nuts, man. Nuts. You know, if I if I share an off color video like I would to y'all, mm-hmm. something dumb, you know, they see that. Of a boss. Hey, speaking of my boss is so fucking awesome. The morning guy we have come in, he's retiring. And he's retiring first part of May. And so she's restructuring the schedule a little bit because nobody wants that 6 to 2.30 schedule, I guess. And um, she texts me the other day. I guess it's Friday. She texts me, or Thursday. Maybe been Thursday when I was off. I was... Uh, headed over here and she texts she's like hey I'm just letting you know that I'm going to post a new a new um, schedule available working Monday through Friday from 12 noon to 8.30 at night with flex weekends let me know if that's something you're interested in before I post it so I text her back and I was like nope I'm happy on the vampire schedule she put back she wrote back lol okay and then sent me a gif of a vampire going. Ah. <laughs> 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 you no, know, but she thought to she thought to ask us 
is there anybody here that wants to apply for That's this before cool. I post it? Yeah. You know, other, other, other bosses would have been like, fuck it, you're on your schedule, you know. But, yeah, so guy's going to retire, which I'm kind of bummed. Such a good worker. But another guy in my, in my department is getting his position. But he doesn't want to work the 6, six to 2.30 schedule, which I understand. Um, he'll still be working on Sundays. So he still has time to get a lot of the busy stuff done for the week, a lot of reports and whatnot done on Sundays when it's not quite as busy. But, yeah, that's that's been work this week. I don't keep going back. To, we're kind of all over the place tonight. It's a shotgun episode. It's going to be blasted out there. Um, anything else been happening you want to talk about? Not really. I think I, I think I about sold Harpoon Oculus before you got over here. Really? Yeah. Did you have one? No. He was looking them up on Amazon. I think. Yeah, I, was, I mean, I, I'm, I'm so interested in that boxing game that you, you got. To try, I'll bring it over and let you try it out. And because um, you know, I mean, I'm always trying just different stuff. Um, one of the things, man, like you know, I, I I try to I try to keep something working to where I'm either learning something new or trying to you know uh, reach a certain goal or something. Like in recently, man, with juggling, I I wanted to get I wanted to reach a thousand juggles without dropping the ball, and I just recently. I recently did. <clears throat> so, congratulations! Ah, yeah, that is actually, man, actually very cool. Um, so anyway, um, I'm trying now uh, to do a handstand push-up. Oh, you're gonna break your neck. So, <laughs> so I'm just, I don't know, man. I'm just rerouting my training and things like that. I'm, re- I'm, do- I'm doing different things, you know, stuff like that. So, I heard the trick is to get a pole. <laughs> get a pole. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> so right. there you go. Um, but anyway, man, I, I forgot what I was even telling you about handstand push-up. Well, just so with a different training and stuff like that. And you were telling me about the boxing game that you've got and stuff like that. So I'm all I'm I'm interested in doing something new or and that looks like something that would be fun. It is. It's and you, you, you asked me if I liked fun. it, and I was yeah. like Yes and no. I mean, it's as far as as far as exercise, it's very fun, you know. But I'm telling you, after one of those five minute things, or one of the little five minute courses, ooh, ooh, everywhere. See, so asked me, he goes, "Where's it work?" I'm like, "Point, point at me. <laughs> Pick a spot." <laughs> it's, I mean, it's from shoulders down down to your glutes. Your glutes and, and your and your quads here on the front, dude. For, from the the ducking and weaving and whatnot, yeah, it, it works everything. Yeah, I'm excited to try. It. And the little, little training guy don't ever shut up. Keep going, you got this. I'm like, no, I don't. I really don't have this. I really, really don't have it, dude. I'm bur- feel the burn. He's some Australian dude. Feel the burn. Keep digging. I'm about to dig a grave for your ass. Chunk you off in it. Keep my workout schedule out your motherfucking mouth. Made some jello shots this week. I saw. Man. Did you have a good old time? It was, uh, oh yeah, it's always great. Um, <laughs> but I had, I had, I made two different flavors this time. I made peach and raspberry. Peach was are dangerous. Peaches, oh my goodness, man! It is so good. It's so easy to go um, to to get them down. But anyway, I had um, I'd made some the the raspberry, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a little bit tangier, mm-hmm. a little bit stronger. 
you know, professional strength. <laughs> and, uh, Maximum strength. <laughs> that's it's right. Like Tylenol. <laughs> uh, and they didn't quite gel. I mean, I pushed I pushed the limit just a little too much. I know, man, kind of where the blend is to. But too much alcohol. Make too it, much alcohol. It won't. It won't yeah, it just, yeah, it just doesn't have enough gel. Well, just, go ahead. I was going to say, is it strong enough for a man, but pH balance for a woman? Yeah. <laughs> well, you get them balance. You get them off balance. Off balance, <laughs> yeah. Falling off the couch. Uh, but making uh, for more wine. <laughs> Where's my wine? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we made those, man. Those, those were those were fantastic. Those peach. I spent a long time, so I made peach jello. So I ate a lot of them this weekend. That's the last one of the years I ate. So it got me so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Those peach shots are rough. Ooh. Ooh. Anything else tonight? Good. All right. We're we're leaving Wednesday going up to Missouri and gonna do a little recording up there with the guys and give that some thought and have Jay over. Go eat some of Matt's good food and have a good old time. I tell you what, I mean you showed me some of those pictures of his food. I I was like, Oh my gosh, it looks good. Yeah. He's he's uh, how long a drive is that? Yeah. <laughs> That's right, long enough that you can stand it. I'm just worried about the. It's supposed to be kind of rough Wednesday, so I'm hoping we dodge most of the weather. We're gonna leave here pretty early, try to get up there a little earlier. So I'm hoping it's not too bad on the way up. But yeah. if it rains, it rains. Is what it is, you know. I'm sure, the closer you get to Tornado Alley, the better. <laughs> Shouldn't have to worry about clear that. Right up. Better the Wellington, better taste anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Hango Show. Be sure to go by tripodbroadcasting.com to check out all the shows in the network. Also, be sure to visit our sponsors, like Ebles.com, E-A-B-L-E-S. You can save 15% on some premium CD, CBD with the promo code Hango. Also, check out mydelta8.com. Arpoon Jut, love you guys. I love all y'all for listening. See you next time. Bye. Fuck them kids.